Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 277. Fire, 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 fire. Your daily dose of inspiration, encouragement, and energy from the most successful entrepreneurs in the world. Prepare to ignite now. This is Entrepreneur on Fire with John Lee Dumas. Entrepreneur on Fire. Fire. Hey, yo, Fire Nation. Squarespace is the all new, all rock, and all in one platform allowing you to use drag and drop technology to create a beautifully designed website all by yourself. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code FIRE. Cha-ching! Was that the sound of free audio content from audible.com, Fire Nation? It was. Get a free audiobook and 30-day trial today by signing up at audiblepodcast.com slash fire. That's audiblepodcast.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, David Cadavy. David, are you prepared to ignite? Oh, you bet I am. <laughs> All right. Excited. David is the author of Design for Hackers, Reverse Engineering Beauty, which debuted in the top 20 of Amazon's bestseller list. David is dedicated to breaking down the fundamentals of good design and making design literacy accessible to developers and entrepreneurs alike. I've given Fire Nation a little overview, David, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you and then give us an overview of your business. Uh, yeah, like you, like you said, I wrote the book Design for Hackers, uh, and that was originally just to teach developers uh, about design and uh, I've recently even launched a, an email course called Summer of Design. It's closed now. People won't be able to, people can be on the wait list, but they won't be able to get in. Ooh, scarcity. Um, I love yeah, it. I know. Scar- but uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we're all in it together. And now there's 30,000 people on that, on that list. Um, OMG. And it's, it's amazing. And there's so many different types of people on there, not just developers, not just entrepreneurs. There's lawyers and, and, uh, hard, uh, engine, hardware engineers and, and people working on physical products and things like that. Wow. Sounds like it's time to come out with an automated product to keep them busy until their turn comes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm working on more learning, learning products. I do have some things that I've developed and, cool. and I've got some early customers on those as well. So good for you. That's what I'm up to lately. Love that. And we're going to dive more into that, Dave, because it's obviously such a hot topic and so many things are working for you right now. But we love starting Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote. Gets that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. Yeah, I definitely have one ready for you. And it seemed, it feels kind of cliche to use a Steve Jobs quote, but <laughs> he's just so good. Uh, and I love his uh, Stanford commencement address. Yes. And there's this one part that really that really sticks out to me. And that is that you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. Uh, and I have found a lot of success in that quote, just because I have a, a tendency to have like an urge to do certain things, to try certain things. Um, and sometimes I don't always understand exactly why. Um, but later on, it starts to make sense. So give us a specific example of how you've actually applied that mentality, David. When I first started playing with the internet, you know, when I was making web pages in like 1996, like I didn't <laughs> have any, you know, it was just playing around in my room. That 14.4 modem was sweet though. 
oh man, I was I was connecting at twenty four hundred, and then I studied uh, like ancient typography in Italy uh, over a, ten years ago, and then I actually like took the the text from the side of a deodorant bottle, like my my final year in college, and like conducted these experiments in white space and trying to create typographic hierarchy. Um, and these are just various things that I just like felt compelled to do. And, uh, I found those things have all kind of paid off and converged in, into what I do today. Well, super cool. And what I do today, David, is I take inspiring and successful entrepreneurs like you and we analyze your journey. That's what Entrepreneur Fire is about. It's about the journey. You're our spotlighted guest today. So let's talk about that. But let's start with a failure, with a challenge, with an obstacle that at one point you faced. Share with Fire Nation that story, that failure, and how you overcame it. Started on my own about uh, six years ago. I didn't have any idea what I was going to do with my time. All I knew was that I, I wanted to do something, and I really just felt a, a really compelling uh, sense to follow my curiosity. Um, so I spent like an entire year just uh, moving around from cafe to cafe, working on different products, meeting up with uh, developers and jamming on different things. And you know, I had so many false starts. Uh, during that process, and it actually, you know, it took three years of of experimenting like that before I finally uh, ended up uh, with with the book deal for Design for Hackers. Um, so, I guess if I were to to boil that down, it would just be that I was just following my curiosity and my my passion all the time, and and just being hungry for that. Um, even when I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. So if you could just boil that down to one lesson that you learned from that experience to share with Fire Nation, what would that be, David? I would say follow your curiosity uh, because that's going to take you to the places uh, where nobody else can go uh, because you are, you're, you are you and, and only you have like these little idiosyncratic things that, that are going to interest you. And so if you trust that process... Um, you're going to end up in in this place uh, where if, if you're making those decisions based on on your curiosity instead of outside market forces, um, you're working with information that nobody else has, and you're going to find yourself in a unique place. It might take a long time. Follow your curiosities. I do love that phrase for so many reasons, David. And one thing that we always talk about and discuss on Entrepreneur on Fire is that follow your passion mentality to that viable business mentality and how they need to at some level mesh together. Do you subscribe to that theory that following your curiosity does at some point need to mesh with a viable business plan? Uh, yeah, I definitely do uh, agree with that. You have to be constantly thinking also about a little bit about market forces and like how, how to create something that appeals to people. Um, and, you know, hopefully you can find some element of, of your own curiosity that that is compelled by that um, because it's I think that it's really helpful to straddle that line between really digging into the dirt that you're standing on and and uh, and following your curiosity and, and getting to this place where that nobody's thinking about and um, straddle that line between that and creating things that are, are appealing to people that really resonate with people that people will respond to. 
Very huge. I love that. And we talk about them all the time. Eric Reese of the Lean Startup. And just hearing you say that about what people will resonate with and respond to is such a key phrase because we can't just stay in this dark little hovel in this closet creating something that we think people are going to like or that we hope people are going to like. We always need to be interacting with our potential customers, with our target market, because that's how we can continue to make small pivots and small changes, staying true to our vision and staying true to our dreams and curiosities, but at the same time, making sure we're creating something that people are going to respond to. So, David, let's continue on in your journey. You shared a challenge that you faced, but let's talk about the other end of the spectrum, that aha moment, when that light bulb just went off at some point and you said, wow, this is great. This is what I want to do. Take us there. We want to be there with you when that moment happened. And then take us through the steps that you took to turn it into a success. Yeah, it was a really slow process for me, actually. I remember um, about five years ago, I was having a uh, conversation. I was just sitting in a cafe with a friend of mine. And he was saying, you know, it's, it's kind of funny when you talk to designers and ask them, to explain design, they just sort of shrug their shoulders and they can't really seem to explain it. <laughs> their eyes and, glaze over. Yeah, and so like a, a few things where that struck me. One was, well, I thought, well, I, I have a, a way that I think design works and I feel like I can explain that. And then the second thing was that I it, it was a new thing to me that that somebody would want to, to know that, that somebody would want to learn about design, somebody that didn't consider themselves uh, a designer. And, um, and it made me realize that sometimes the things that you that you know so well that they that you've taken them for granted are the thing the, exactly the things that other people want to know about. Um, and so what I did is I, I did like a short talk at at Bar Camp, which is an, an unconference. You, anybody can talk there, and I did a short talk. I called it Desi- "Design for the Coder's Mind." It's still online. It's it's okay. I was just okay at presenting. I was just just okay at getting those ideas together. But then, you know, I, I kind of like let that sit for a couple of years, and I worked on other things. And doing those other things got me, helped me get better at conveying my ideas, at marketing things, at at my my speaking chops, and all those things that are important to writing a book. And I wasn't necessarily, and I wasn't thinking about writing a book at that time. And then um, I was trying to present. Uh, I was trying to put a proposal through. For the South by Southwest conference, yeah, big great big conference. big tech conference, right? Great, great great conference. I put in a proposal before, and I was brainstorming proposals, and I came up with this one that I thought, well, you know, I don't think I'm quite qualified for this particular one, but if I get some people people in, then we can have a nice panel and have a good discussion about this topic. And so I emailed a couple of my friends. I got a response from one of my friends who's who's pretty high profile. I got a response from him right away. He was like. No, I don't think this is right for me. And I felt a little, uh, you know, a little dejected for a moment. But but then I thought, well, gosh, I, I need to come up with something else. And then I thought, well, I've got this talk I did a while ago. And, you know, I really like design. I'm totally qualified to talk about this. And I, and I feel like I can do that. And uh, so I, I I gave the name more punch, you know, Design for Hackers. And uh, I I wanted to get enough votes to get the talk because, you know, with South by Southwest, you have to get enough votes to get your talk through. So I decided I'm just going to write this really amazing brain-melting blog post um, so that it will be very popular and people will have no choice but to vote for my talk idea. So that's what I did. Uh, and it was, you know, on the top of Hacker News, uh, which was a uh, you know, really popular <laughs> yeah, site. Uh, and, uh, and um, you know, I think it was that day or a couple of days later, I got an email from uh, my publisher at Wiley 
who I, whom I didn't know at that point, and they said, we like this idea. Would you like to write a book about this? And um, that was how, how it all got started. You know, we had to go ahead and negotiate the contract and everything, um, but it was, uh, you know, pursuing, and I, pursuing my curiosity both in the beginning part where I did that talk five years ago and then, you know, during the period in between where I w- pursued a lot of other interests. And then all of a sudden, everything just converged. You know, the idea matured. People were, were started to be more interested in learning about design. And I had matured, too. So it was like, it, it, I felt like I, had, like I was just the right person at the right time to, to write this particular book. And, I, and I, at that point, I felt like I had no choice but to pursue the idea. And it, because it, it, it had gotten... Uh, tremendous response just from that that one blog post. Uh, funny side story though is yeah, that, I, I, that didn't, I didn't I didn't get the I didn't get the South by Southwest talk. Even with that brain <laughs> melting blog post on top of Hacker News, what were they thinking? <laughs> well, I, I ended up doing a book reading. It was a twenty minute uh, twenty minute talk that year, and then I ended up talking the next year. But that okay. particular talk never <laughs> never happened, which. Uh, it was fine because I was very busy writing a book. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was quite an aha moment. I love that side story and I love just your description of the action and the steps that you took. I mean, that's just so key is that you just started taking action. You didn't take that little rejection you had from your friends too much to heart. I mean, a little bit, but you bounced back and you came up with something else and you kept moving forward. You kept that momentum going, which yeah. is so the key. And, and I and I guess I'd like to add just when my friend said said no, like I really appreciated that he was the type of person he responded within like two minutes and was just like no. And 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 uh, uh, I think it goes to show that like um, if you if you don't want to to do something, that you're also doing someone a favor by by you know by saying no because like that freed me up to pursue something that I was really uh, better suited to do. Totally. And I'm kind of hacking this up a little bit, but uh, Bill Cosby, believe it or not, came up with a quote, which I love. I don't know what the ingredients for success are, but the sure ingredients for failure is not knowing how to say no. Wow. Yeah, that is great. Right? Yes. Saying no is important. Saying no is the important thing. I couldn't agree more. Boil that down, David, to one clear lesson from that experience. What was that lesson you pulled away? He wrote a blog post about this recently. That you know, if you love if you love an idea, let it go, and if if it comes back to you, then then you know that you're onto something. Don't don't uh, get too obsessed with with an idea right off the bat, um, and and don't be afraid to just kind of let things sit if if uh, you don't get uh, a big response right away. Move on to something else. So, David, you had quite an entrepreneurial journey. You've had your ups, you've had your downs. Have you had an I've made it moment? I'm still waiting to feel like I've really made it, I guess. But no, I, but but really, I think that the day that I launched my book and it made it to number 18 on all of Amazon, which wow. was just absolutely shocking to yeah. me. I mean, I was hoping like maybe I could get top 100 on computers and internet category that day or something. But just number 18 on all of Amazon was really, it was really uh, amazing. But the, the funny thing about it was, was that it, it, it wasn't... Uh, it wasn't a high. It was. It was like I felt. Um, I, it felt very natural. It felt like yes, finally, this thing that I've like, um, in in one way or another, been working working towards my entire life was happening. I, I was very su- surprised to have that uh, that 
great response to it, but it, it felt very natural. Not the feeling I would have expected. It was surreal in that way. I love that word surreal. And the fact that it wasn't that unexpected, it kind of makes me think that you had a pretty decent launch strategy. And also because you don't just become number 18 in all of Amazon without some kind of launch strategy. Sure, Did sure. you have one? Yeah, I definitely had a launch strategy. And I wrote a little bit about it. One thing that I did was, uh, uh, well, I, I knew that Amazon updated their their ratings uh, on like an hourly basis or something. So right. I knew I wanted to get everybody to, to um, buy at the same time. So there were a few different elements to that, uh, if I can break it all down. I'd love for you to break it down. One of them was I had a Kickstarter campaign for my for my book tour, um, and part of that, the benefits uh, for the for supporting me in the campaign, I, one of the levels was a, a book, and uh, I actually found that it was more economical for me to just order the books through Amazon Prime and 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 send them straight to the people mm-hmm. who were who were supporting me. Um, and uh, then it was for me to just buy the book from the publisher and then and then distribute them. Um, so what I did is I went ahead and on launch day had ordered all those books in succession, um, one after another. Now that was that was quite a bit of help. But the the huge thing was, and this was the thing that really was was nuts. I, I just can't. Um, I can't. I still can't believe that this worked this way. Was that I had a blog post where I announced the book deal, and that link um, was on the front page of Hacker News. But then, additionally, and I had nothing to do with this whatsoever. The, the, additionally, the Amazon link for my book was on the front page of Hacker News all day. Um, wow. Yeah, and it just a uh, and 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 the really crazy thing about it also was that you know. Eric Reese's Lean Startup, which, you know, New York Times bestseller, he's sold way more books than me. He launched on the same day, um, and he, his, somebody had submitted his Amazon link, and, it, and it, didn't, it didn't have that sort of push to it. And so it was just, just um, there, there were a lot of people in, in, the, in that community that were just very, very supportive, and they, they, uh, they liked the idea, and they also wanted, I feel like, that, you know, a lot of them, some of the messages I got from people was they just felt like like supporting me, you know. <laughs> like, and I and I when I wrote my blog post, I said, you know, Amazon updates their rankings every hour, so um, I, I would if you're going to buy, like, please do that today. You know, I was straightforward with people about what I was trying to do, but I never expected that result. So the blog post, the Kickstarter campaign, was there anything else that you can pass on to Fire Nation that really worked when you launched your book? Trying to be genuine about it, um, being uh, tr- trying to be transparent uh, um, with them because the people um, in that community are, are marketers themselves. And, and they so get it. Was, they got yeah, the yeah, Amazon update on an hourly basis and they understand how important rankings are and what it means to be in the top 100, the top yeah. 50, the top 20. So, Oh, I remember another thing I had was oh, I right. had a, <laughs> I, I, I had a giveaway. Uh, if you were buying, if you bought a book, you could get, you know, uh, kiss metrics. Uh, there was a, a plan with kiss metrics that was a free level plan that they didn't even really have available. Ooh, I, I signed up with Patel them. Yeah. Up. I love it. Yeah. And then, and then I also had uh, a hacker monthly, a free six month subscription, I believe too. So I had that going along with it too. It was like buy today from Amazon, send me the, uh, and so I had the ways to go along with it and it was, I tried to keep it simple. 
Keep um, it simple. Wow. Yeah. Well, keep it I love that, David. Thank you for sharing it with Fire Nation because a lot love of people you. in the audience right now, a lot of the listeners realize the power of Amazon. It's literally having that be everywhere philosophy, just like you want to be in YouTube with videos. You want to you know, be in iTunes with podcasts. You want to have a book in Amazon. And I launched a book in Amazon podcast launch, and I had a great cool. result as well. And it's currently the number one book in Amazon on podcasting. It has over 104 five-star reviews, which I know you can wow, appreciate, awesome. David. Congrats. Yeah, because that's, you know, that's not an easy number to get, and I earned every one of those. Because, Way more than I have. <laughs> yeah, well, I earned those because I had this $5 book come with 15 video tutorials. So when you buy the book, you get access to 15 incredible video tutorials of how to launch your podcast. So you know it's about being transparent. It's about over-delivering. And now you go to Amazon, you type in the word podcast, my book's the first thing that pops up. Oh, that's awesome. huge for me. Just like you've seen huge things happen to you with Amazon, and I can't say enough about it, Fire Nation. These are great lessons and a great way to market yourself. And David, I want to talk about your current business right now because you have a lot of exciting things going on. But yeah, share yeah. with Fire Nation one thing that's really exciting you right now. The thing that's def- there's no question right now just um, that uh, the fact that the, that the list has uh, of, of people who are learning design has grown thousands. so much. On yeah, I mean, it, it how was, do you even keep track of that? <laughs> it, I don't even know. It, it, it actually jumped from five thousand or so, like just in the last couple months, to thirty thousand. Um, and yeah, I don't even know necessarily what that what that all means yet. But I do know that the, it, it's it's amazing to see because um, you know from the beginning, the 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 mission kind of behind this Design for Hackers book has not been just like to teach developers about design. It, it's that I have this belief that. Uh, Design visual language uh, is is a is a new sort of literacy, um, and that uh, many people of many different professions are going to benefit from from learning it. And so I'm seeing people, I'm seeing that happen. You know, I'm seeing the lawyers on there, the scientists, the engineers wow. um, on the list, like just rabid to learn about design, and that's just awesome. I mean, that's it. It it really feels um, like 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 a revolutionary type type of thing. I love um, that. Revolutionary. That's the direction that we're going right now, David. That's what the we're way doing, it feels for me. It's great. It yeah, feels that it. way. It's the Wild West. It's revolutionary. We're writing the rules. We're creating the path. We're kind of the pathfinder, so to speak, holding that torch up. So power to you, David. I love the direction that you're taking it. And real quick, what's your vision for the future? to spread design literacy like as far and wide as I possibly can to, to really um, find uh, and, and expose that framework between um, the, the, the world that we see and, and the language that we use. Here's a question for you. If you could describe your perfect target market, your perfect avatar, one person, describe hmm. him in 30 seconds or less, how would you do that? Oh, boy. Uh, a developer who is has a great idea for an app or a business and is uh, bootstrapping it and wants to create wants that extra bit of value just out of thin air that design can create but doesn't have the money to to spend on it and and is willing to dig in and and do the hard work to learn uh, what what he or she needs to learn to make th- that happen um, that is. Uh, 
the, the type of person that I'm all right. I'm what's for what's right his now. or her name? <laughs> uh, we'll pick a we'll pick a, an ungendered name. Chris. Ooh, okay. Could be Christina. <laughs> could be Christopher. I yeah, like that's it. Our, Good that's stuff. A persona. And see, Fire Nation, the reason why I'm going through this right now with David because I want to demonstrate how important it is to have an avatar, to have that perfect target market, to know who you're really looking to connect with. Because as David mentioned as well, he's looking for a potentially a broader market, not just this person in general, but as long as he keeps that person in focus, he will always stay true to what he's trying to create. And other people will resonate with it. But you need to create that avatar. Give them attributes. Give them a name. Give them a personality and know that they will keep you in line. They will keep you focused. So Fire Nation, I speak from personal experience when I say that audible.com is the place to go for your next audiobook. Audible.com features a library of thousands of audiobook titles for you to choose from in a ton of different genres. You can download individual audiobooks or sign up for the Audible Listener Program, which gives you book credits each month for one low monthly fee. And when you download an audiobook over at audible.com, you can access it from several different devices, not just one. Enjoy your audiobooks on your PC, burn them onto a CD, or upload them to your iPod or any other MP3 device. Audible.com and Entrepreneur on Fire would like to thank you for listening to today's episode by offering you this. Get a free audiobook and 30-day trial today by signing up at audiblepodcast.com slash fire. That's audiblepodcast.com slash fire. Fire Nation is launching your website, holding up the launch of your business, next product, or new service. Then I've got just the resource for you, Squarespace. Squarespace offers an all-in-one platform that allows you to use drag-and-drop technology to create a beautifully designed website in no time flat. Add content to your site straight from your desktop or easily rearrange content within a page. Squarespace makes it easier than ever for you to create your own site just the way you want it. And with responsive design, you don't have to worry about people not being able to view your site on a mobile device. It's automatic. Squarespace has 24-7 customer support, live chat during the week, and fast email responses throughout the day and night. Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. And for a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code FIRE. So David, we've now reached my favorite part of the show. We're about to enter the lightning round. And this is where I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back at us Fire Nation with amazing yeah. and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Okay, it's a lot of pressure, but I'll go for it. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? But definitely the thing that was holding me back from becoming an entrepreneur was cognizance. Cognizance of the fact that I could even be an entrepreneur, uh, that that was like a, a viable, that it was something that somebody could do. I grew up in a suburb in Omaha, Nebraska. My dad worked for the same company for 37 years. Uh, I wasn't surrounded by uh, the entrepreneurial entrepreneurial people who um, are like constantly trying new things and trying to to do things that haven't been done before. I didn't really meet people like that until uh, until probably after college even. Um, so it was definitely just that I just wasn't aware. I wasn't cognizant of the fact that it was even something that I, I that I could do. And, and but once I once I had a taste of it, I I was hooked. Define cognizance. 
awareness. Okay, that's yeah. all I wanted. Yeah. Just, you know, I don't want Fire Nation to be scratching their head because I was sure. for a second. <laughs> so, yeah. David, what's the best advice you've ever received? Maybe you've heard of Noah Kagan before. He runs AppSumo. Love him. And he's just a great, he's a, he's a good friend and he always gives me the best advice. And I know that um, there was a, a time when uh, I was really busy working on my book and I had my, I had a bunch of people on my email list just waiting to hear from me and stuff. But I was really timid about going ahead and, and emailing them and stuff. And, you know, Noah and I are both single guys. So we, we tend to, uh, uh, look at things in, in terms of dating every once in a while. And the, the, the thing that he said that really snapped me in, into, uh, into action was he was like, you have her number and you're not calling her. Um, to just to refer to the fact that I had people on my email list, people who, who said that, that they wanted to hear from me and that I wasn't, um, and I wasn't emailing them. I wasn't giving them the thing that they asked for. <laughs> what an analogy. <laughs> I'm going to tell Noah you said that. So, David, what's something that's working for you right now? So, for me right now, uh, I, my, my little mantra that I'm, I'm trying to operate by, uh, and this wasn't going to work for everybody, is act first, think later. Oh. Um, yeah, which sounds really foolish, but the thing is that I, I know I have a tendency to like think so many steps ahead sometimes, and that can really paralyze me. Um, but sometimes it's, it feels good to just be like you, you, you get uh, an urge to, to try something or you feel inspired to try it just, and just go ahead and, and, and do it, to do a little bit of it. Uh, because, and that's paid off for me in the past, you know, like starting my blog and, and just, uh, you know, writing that, that starting to write that Design for Hackers blog post. That was a moment's, uh, a moment's decision. Um, so I'm trying to, to, to do a little bit more of that and not, not overthinking things before I, before I start. For, for me personally, that's working well, I think. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Uh, yeah, I think I might have a few. Just that's one. Okay. Nope. Oh, just one. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, like, I really love Evernote, but okay, uh, I'm going to say uh, Reportive. Ooh, love um, it. And if, if people aren't familiar with Reportive, that is like people, if you, it's like a Gmail plugin or something. I'm not sure what the proper yeah, term is for it. But uh, yeah, some people email you and up on the, on the right hand side, uh, it, it pops up their picture. Here's their Twitter. Here's their Facebook. Here's their LinkedIn. That's really fantastic when you're working with a, a community of people and people are emailing you that you know you haven't necessarily corresponded with them a lot. Um, and that way you can get a sense right away, like who is this person and like where are they coming from. Um, super valuable tool, I think. So true. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we mentioned in today's episode by going to entrepreneuronfire.com slash David Cadavy or just go to eofire.com, click the podcast tab. Those are where all the archives are. Find his name. Wow, I'm going to get my own URL. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, you are. Woo-hoo. Great. So yeah. David, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? Your Brain at Work by David Rock. Um, that is a book that it, it's kind of an introduction to neuroscience that uh, explains kind of the things that go on with your brain neurochemically and, and what different parts of your brain do and how you can use that knowledge day to day to be more effective. Uh, as mm-hmm. I've um, said before, productivity is... is, is uh, isn't so much time management as is mind management. And I've found that book just 
really gave me a great uh, understanding of, of how to use my brain. Love it. Well, you lost me a cognizance, so you definitely lost me a <laughs> neuroscience. But Fire Nation, if you want to get the audio version of this book for free, go to eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. So, David, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, sure. digest it, and come back at us with an answer. Yeah. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Oh, man. I'm, the, the, the idea of having my food and shelter taken care of is so great. But uh, in the next seven days, uh, there would definitely, I would definitely be starting a blog. Yeah. Uh, there's no doubt about that. My blog, had, I, I owe everything to it. Um, and, but since I've, you know, got seven days to, to get things started and I have a little bit of money to work with, um, I would, uh, I would start teaching people in, in person to set up, a some events and workshops, uh, maybe some free ones first and teach everything I know, especially the things that I take for granted. Um, uh, I take for granted knowing because, um, there's something that, that, that you do, Every day that you didn't even think about that somebody else would like to know how to do. So, so true. So, David, you have really broken down a lot of things in a lot of great ways, and we appreciate that. But give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share how we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. I have to go back to to follow your curiosity and, um, you know, turn off the noise a little bit every once in a while. Turn off stop check, checking TechCrunch and, and keep off of Twitter for a couple of days maybe and, and really get inside of your own brain and, and try to find what's unique in there and explore that uh, even, even if, it, if, if it isn't impressive to you at first. Uh, it'll take you places um, where nobody else can go. And uh, where to find me? Well, you get back on Twitter <laughs> and if you go, go to at Cadavy, uh, Cadavy is my handle. I'm pretty active there. Um, so that is uh, a great place to get acquainted with, uh, with some of the things that I'm up to. And then Cadavy.net is, is my blog. Um, there's some blog posts there and designforhackers.com is where you can learn more about my book. And I, I also have a uh, free PDF, all the fonts you'll ever need that is available right there. Boom. And just for the listeners who are audio only. So for all you listeners that are audio only, that's K-A-D-A-V-Y. K-A-D-A-V-Y. And of course, you can get all of the links that we've talked about today at entrepreneuronfire.com slash David Cadavy. David, thank you for being so generous with your time, your experience, your knowledge. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. My pleasure. It's been so much fun. Thank you. Fire Nation. Have you seen the video I just created on FireNationElite.com yet? If not, I think you're going to want to see this. In this video, I talked about my passion for the new elite mastermind community we're creating, Fire Nation Elite. I'd love for you to visit the site and check out the video to learn more about Fire Nation Elite. Then, if you're interested, fill out an application and schedule your one-on-one 15-minute chat with me today. That's FireNationElite.com. Thank you for joining us at EntrepreneurOnFire.com. 
your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite. <laughs>